0: Welcome to Exposure Therapy. I'm your host TJ Kennedy and today we're going to be taking a look at some of my earliest work as a developing artist when I got my start in photography shooting in the streets of downtown Toronto. Um, My father really was my earliest influence in photography. Um, All of him uh, him and all of his brothers and uh, a lot of my male cousins on that side of the family uh, are all amateur photographers. My mother's also an amateur photographer and so it kind of ran in the family, but I didn't really get my start until um, till 2014, 2015. Uh, I was living in the east end of Toronto, and I'd have my cell phone. Uh, I lived up on the top floor of uh, an apartment building that was at the top of a hill in the far east end of Toronto, and I could see the downtown skyline. And uh, usually during sunrises, we got like really beautiful... Uh, skyline photo um, opportunities there. So I take a lot of photos with my cell phone. And uh, later after that, I moved to uh, right into the core downtown Toronto up on the 29th floor. And so just got kind of really enjoyed taking photos with my, with my cell phone. But um, in 2014, I had met someone that had never been to Niagara Falls before as they were uh, visiting Toronto. And so uh, I traveled with them out to Niagara Falls, and they had a Canon Rebel T4i, which uh, I I, you know, I borrowed to take some of the shots to the falls, and that was actually the first time I experienced shooting with a DSLR, and uh, when I saw the, the viewfinder, sorry, when I saw the LCD screen on the back and I saw the image that I took, uh, I, I I was immediately, immediately addicted. I was bit by the buck. I, I was immediately, I had a real love with photography. I knew that I had to get my hands on a camera somehow. And uh, this here is the image that I took uh, back then in Niagara Falls. It was really, really, really cold that day uh, with the wind chill. I think it was like minus 40 degrees Celsius. So it was super cold. But uh, I was just absolutely enamored with this image. I, I took a few images out of uh, that camera, but this is the one that really, really stuck with me and kind of started really my journey and my obsession with the art of uh, photography and the practice of photography. It's such a, such a fun thing fun thing to do. So that's kind of how I got my start. But um, when I came home from that trip to Niagara Falls, I remember I told my parents, I said, uh, when I went on this trip, I tried the, this camera, I said, man, I you know one of these days I got to get myself a camera because uh, that was just so fun and so exciting. And uh, that that Christmas, that was I don't know, I think that was February of twenty February of twenty fourteen. And then so that Christmas in December of twenty fourteen, uh, my parents had purchased a Canon Rebel T five I uh, for me as well as well. It came with the kit lens, the eighteen to fifty five, and then as well had uh, they they got the telephoto for me, the fifty five to two fifty. Uh, Later on, I acquired a fifty Nifty fifty, a fifty mil one point eight, and also a. uh, My wife bought me when we were dating, when we first got together, a uh, eighteen to one thirty five, just like an f three point five to five point six or something like that. But that was kind of the gamut I was using. I I I did uh, get a wide angle Sigma lens for that setup, which was the ten to twenty mil, uh, four to f four to five point six. And I uh, used that mostly for some some street photography, but mostly real estate photography and stuff. I didn't really actually use the wide-angle lens that much. I relied mostly on the 50 1.8, and then the 18 to 135 uh, was kind of my everyday versatile, you know, duct tape kind of situation lens, right? It was good for most things, even though it didn't really have that real good depth of field, I found for for... for my purpose is it, it, was, it was really good, but um, that was what I started with. So I'm excited to show you some of my images. And uh, some of these, you know, the, I don't really display them, and they're really available anywhere. So it's just really nice to be able to kind of give, let them see some light and get some eyeballs on them. So let's uh, let's take a look up here. I also wrote down uh, some of the settings here. Some of the metadata was available in these images for most of them, but there's a few that I didn't get the metadata from. But, uh, yeah, so let's see. uh <laughs> Let's see uh, down the streets of to downtown Toronto through the eyes of a budding photographer. So, this is uh, south facing. This is on Yonge Street at Girard, Girard Street, as you can see. And um, this was during a busker festival. So, they have uh, every year they have this like world renowned busker festival. And uh, this is just kind of a real good. Um, a real good snapshot of what Toronto is just hustle and bustle is city and congestion and, and, uh, all the cultures under the sun all together in one city. Uh, you know, and it's, it's quite an experience to go there. Uh, I moved from there to rural Alberta. You know, I, 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 joke that I went from somewhere that has like the busiest highway in Canada to, and, and, and some of the busiest roads in some of the busiest roads in North America to somewhere where, um, you know the population is 1800 and the, the closest traffic light is 125 kilometers away, so it's quite a change. Um, but the one thing I will say about Toronto is it provides endless opportunities for uh, amazing, amazing photos. So, Toronto is just the gift that keeps on giving for the street photographer. So, uh, um, yeah, I just really love this shot, just shows the variety of people watching some performance from the street busker, street performer. And you kind of get to see just kind of southward facing uh towards lake ontario and on the south side of young street and just uh just both sides of the road stacked to the sky with uh commercial and and uh in uh, commercial and residential as well uh properties so just uh, this is just south of young and dundas or uh maybe just north of young and dundas they just north of young and dundas um in Toronto, so Dundas Square, which is like Toronto's version of Times Square. So, anyways, there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a little trip for you. So, uh, I really love this photo. This is one of my earliest photos. Uh, oh, my bad. Sorry, <laughs> before I get ahead of myself, this one here uh, was shot 100 at 109 millimeters at f5. <laughs> One uh, 125 shutter speed, ISO 800, so that was that. And again, I didn't really, uh, back in yet back when I was shooting here, I wasn't really shooting with intention um, necessarily. It was kind of more instinctive. I was learning, I was looking at YouTube, I was finding other photographers, asking questions, studying other uh, photographers' work and getting and to see what I liked, what my style was. And I was just expo- just exploring and excited to explore everything. But I didn't necessarily have the technical aspect down. So some of these settings may sound absolutely crazy. Um, but at the end of the day, I still love the images regardless. So anyways, there's that. Uh, this image, there was no metadata available, but I love this. This, I believe, was down on College Street in downtown Toronto. I was just, when I was going out one of my photo walks, and there's a bike repair shop there, and they have those two bikes out front. And I just really liked... The color I liked just the just kind of all the all the busyness of it, right? All the geometry. You got the circles. You have the the lines and the spokes. You have the squares up there in the window. You have the uh, bar the rectangular bars on the railing. You have the bricks. You have the door. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on here. A lot of shapes. Uh, you know, a little bit of color. Just uh, you know, I love pictures with uh, a little bit of texture and geometry. You know, uh, I heard that. <laughs> I read that. Sorry, I read or heard. I cannot remember where I got it from, but Sebastian Salgado I said that architects are the cousins of photographers, and I just love uh, you know architectural design and trying to use that. You know, it just offers so much in 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 street photography. So yeah. Anyways, that's this photo, the little bike repair shop photo on College Street. So oh, this one. Okay, well one of my photo walks again, like a lot of these photos are from, uh, this is at Queen Street, and this is somewhere in between Bathurst and uh, Spadina, downtown Toronto, if anyone's interested. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just, it's just. I think it's like some restaurant or some sort of club uh, that this is just above the door. So this is probably 10 to 12 feet up in the air, uh, stuck on these spikes. Uh, and the spikes, by the way, are designed so birds don't like Crap all over the land. there. crap all over it. Build nests and stuff like that it's become a hassle for the business. So that's what the spikes are for. But just having a head up there made me look. There was like a guy on a spike, and I just thought that was was really really cool. And still, still to this day, one of my favorite photos. Even though I have no idea why that head's there, uh, I never bothered to check. But I just uh, thought it was really kind of just really cool, really funny as well. This one here was taken just outside of the Royal Ontario Museum, uh, just a simple photo. I just, I've always loved, always had a affinity for this one, uh, which is just your old street bike. And of course, when I, when I grew up and I was riding my bikes, you know, I had like an old BMX when I was a really little kid, but, uh, high school, I never really had a mountain bike. I always got these speed bikes, these racing bikes, street bikes. I'd ride them on the trails and beat the crap out of them, of course, but uh i just have uh, it just brings back a lot of nostalgia i have the school bus and with the street bike leaning up against there maybe that's what it (laughs) even though as i look at it and discuss it is realize that's why it has that much nostalgia for me because it brings me back to my childhood of uh, school time where i'm running exactly that type of bike so um yeah just little simple things like that you know that aren't really of any significance or importance it's a bike and a bus leaning against a street sign in the middle of toronto but uh you know, it, you can capture, you know, it can capture a feeling for you. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, again, one of my oldest photos, but, uh, something I just love about this one. And again, the technical aspects, you know, it, um, uh, nothing super, super technical. Oh my goodness. Again, <laughs> again, I'm skipping your heads as I'm trying to keep up with my uh, sheet here. So this one back here, my bad was, um. 250 millimeters at f5.6, one 250th of a second ISO 200. And this one, unfortunately, I don't have the metadata for once again, but uh, I, I I do love that one. Fillmore's. Well, um, <laughs> Toronto has many, many, many at gentlemen's clubs, we'll call them strip clubs. And Fillmore's is one of them. That is pretty much just a block away from Dundas Square where that uh, Busker Festival photo was taken. And again, just if I wasn't working, I had my camera in hand and I was walking around the streets taking photos. So uh, most of these are from photo walks. So this is Fillmore's Hotel. Uh, This photo um, was taken at 50 millimeters at F10, 1 400th of a second of ISO 100. And uh, I just love all the textures here. I love, you see the lines kind of go, you know, that are kind of intersecting with Fillmore's Hotel. Those are streetcar cables uh, for the Toronto streetcar. And uh, I love the sign there. We serve beer as cold as your ex-girlfriend's heart. I believe this was filmed in the, uh, or sorry, shot in the summer <clears throat> of 2015. So, uh, you know, despite the, I like the texture of the clouds back there, but despite the clouds back there still, so, uh, pretty warm pretty warm summer but uh i don't know i like that one I, 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 that's actually um <laughs> i cannot confirm nor deny ever having visited any adult uh, entertainment clubs like this but i can 100% confirm that i have never actually been inside of this one um though having walked past it thousands of times i'm sure and uh got this photo which i you I know just really like this one as well so i Okay, so there's a story to this one. So I really wanted to do a long exposure of the Toronto skyline. And um, I believe the next one I'll be sharing. actually, i'll just I'll just go to that photo now. <laughs> so I wanted to share a photo a long exposure of to the Toronto skyline, but i I didn't own a drone or anything like that, so I had to get crafty. And I didn't know anybody that, like, lived facing the tower where I could, like, go to their balcony and take a picture. So um, I just borrowed a, you know, maybe a building that was under construction and uh, zipped up to the top. And uh, there was a a rooftop crane there. And so I zipped up, not to the edge of it, but just to where the uh, little booth is that the guy sits in. And I put my semi tripod up and put the camera there and uh, this is again the t5i and um, took a long exposure here of the uh, facing south towards the toronto skyline and this was shot at 25 millimeters at f16 for a 30 second exposure and my iso was 400 and you know took a few shots up there um was probably about two two thirty in the morning by the time I was taking this just to try and make sure that there's nobody around or that I was gonna get in any hot water and uh, you know to this day it is one of my favorite photos and it also has some uh, you know has some memory for me attached to it because it was the first time not the last time but definitely the first time I scaled up a building to take a photo like this and um I admit the rush was a little bit exciting and so you know this kind of became a thing for me. I did a few of these and a few of them actually sold as uh, as large prints and hang as frame prints in uh, some people's homes. So, uh, you know, I'm proud of this one. It was kind of a first it wasn't my first long exposure but it was my first good good long exposure, I think. Today's episode is brought to you by Prairie View Photo Tours. Prairie View Photo Tours invites photographers of all levels to book their all-inclusive, authentic Alberta adventure at pvphototours.com This one here was at the other end of the city, on the west end of the city, west end of downtown, really, facing, obviously, the Seen Towers, you can see. And this one was at 26 millimeters, F22, one-sixth of a second, at ISO 400. And this was just basically, like I said, I was out at 2.30, 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock, something like that, to get those shots, uh, and exposures on the top of the buildings. So... You know, I thought it would be nice to stay out a little bit extra late and get a sun sunrise photo with the get the silhouette of the skyline uh, up in front of it. So I went to the other side of the city and uh, and just waited and just hopped up on the little roof of basically like a uh, shop and like a rail yard shop, I guess, uh, where it was easy enough to, to climb up and uh, got up there and took this long, long exposure. Of the of the sun sunrise in Toronto, and uh, you know I think it's a really pretty photo. I'm I'm colorblind actually, and I can't really appreciate the color in the sky, but I still think it is a really really pretty photo. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of the adventures of uh, jumping up onto roofs in downtown Toronto in the middle of the night to take photos of the city. Um, you know, nobody was hurt in the making of these, and uh, <laughs> nobody is the wiser. So uh, one of the areas I moved to in Toronto was really unique in that it had a high concentration of um, Portuguese and Italian families that have been there for a long time, like a lot of seniors and a lot of a lot of culture there. And it was side by side with little Jamaica as well. So there's a lot of uh, Jamaican culture as well. And so a lot of different foods, a lot of different music, a lot of different things going on, um, a little bit of conflict as well. And just really... Um, <laughs> really crazy neighborhood uh, to be in. I'll leave it at that for now. Um, but if that was the neighborhood, I would get up and walk around and take some photos in. So I had lived in the beaches in the East End, and then I moved to the downtown core. And then when I had met my wife, my now wife, uh, we had moved to this area at Dufferin and Eglinton in downtown Toronto. So um, or just a little bit, East of that actually had fawn at Oakwood more specifically. And so that was right at kind of the, the intersection of all of those bones, uh, cultures and stuff like that. So, uh, really interesting uh, place to live and provided the opportunity for a lot of really interesting photos, uh, of which I have, uh, a few here. And of course spent a lot of time living there. So, um, that was where I spent my time walking the streets and taking photos of people, of events and of things. So, uh this photo here is, uh, one of my favorites, again, um, uh, one of my first time using reflections as kind of in the composition. And, uh, you know, I like the leading lights here of the, of the shelf. And of course, uh, it just interesting focusing on the one mannequin. And this is again, little Jamaica and part of their culture is a lot of the women will have weaves or wigs that they wear. And so this is one of the shops that would sell that. And there's a lot of, uh, Culture shops along when I say cultural shops the cultural food like they'd have uh, jerk chicken stores, they'd have Jamaican patty stores, there'd be barber shops there there'd be um, these types of stores there'd be um, African and Jamaican fashion and uh, so just a lot of a lot of colors and a lot of things to take pictures of and this was just really really interesting to me. Uh, a lot of different textures too in this because of the different uh, the different hairstyles. So uh, I just always really thought this was interesting. It just caught my eye as I was walking by. Uh, you know, I wasn't looking for any particular thing to shoot, but this just, just jumped out to me, and uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I think it's, I think there's a sense of humor in it. I'm not quite sure where, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It just uh, made me smile, and it still makes me smile uh, thinking about going back to tanking it and, and looking at it today. So uh, this one was shot at, uh, well, I think this was with my Nifty 50. This is 50 millimeters f1.8. One two hundredth of a second, and the uh, ISO is four hundred for this one. So I talked about the Portuguese and Italian cultures here, and uh, so just like a block away from where that photo was taken, there's this in front of in someone's hanging in someone's driveway over the garage door. It's it's in a statue of Padre Pio. So there's a lot of Orthodox, a lot of Catholic our families in this area and uh it's just on full display and uh yeah so i just thought this is really really interesting like it feels like this is something you would see in europe and i guess that's kind of the point is that a lot of families in this area of toronto it feels like they've just been like transplanted directly from you know like old school you know Portugal, old school, Italy, old school—you know—European uh, countries, um, and uh, the culture is like preserved in like a time capsule here. It's just really, really cool, and uh, it's just really neat to see something like this in a metropolitan city like Toronto. Um, yeah, <laughs> really, really neat. Caught my eye. I thought it was a little quirky, so I snapped the photo. Uh, this one's at seventy-nine mils. Millimeters uh, f6.3, one, one twenty fifth of the second, and at the ISO was 100 for this one. Uh, yeah, I don't know, kind of kind of fun. All right, this one here, uh, this one I've actually is an NFT available at, uh, on my open So you can check out the link on my website, um, or I'll put the link down in the bio or in the, not in the bio, jeez. I'll put my link down in the video description here. Um, This, uh, I as I mentioned just briefly a moment ago, I'm colorblind, so I don't really focus on color. I focus on composition and contrast. In cases like this, the color is contrasted, like the complementary colors. And uh, I just, I just, I love how the blue juxtaposes against the yellow, and I love the texture of the brick. Um, I love the fact that there's still, (laughs) like. A hardcore, like old school, hard wire phone booth Um, that's not a cellular phone, you know, in modern day Toronto, it's kind of crazy. Like these are all 2015 photos. So, you know, it's, I guess we're almost going on a decade now, but still uh, pretty, pretty impressive. And a yellow one at that on a blue wall, that's just so cool. And this was actually attached to a fried chicken restaurant on the outside facing Eglinton Avenue. Uh, Just... Just I think it's at the corner of Eglinton and Glenholm, if anyone's interested. Who knows? Maybe it's still there. That would be crazy. If it's still there, let me know. Let me know in the comments. If you go there and you see that that's still there. Uh, and this one was shot at 70 millimeters at f5.6, two hundredth of a second, and ISO 400. I tend to... I tend to shoot at 1-125th or 1-250th of a second normally. Um, that tends to be what I do these days. Um, these days I'm shooting mostly portraiture, um, some event photography and stuff like that, but most of it is people. And again, sometimes I go, now I'm living in a rural Alberta, so I'm not doing urban street photography. My street photography is more, you know, uh, landscape photography or farm animals or, you know, cool stuff like that or again portraiture uh, as well but uh yeah so it's, it's good thank you thanks for joining on this journey down veterinary lane investigating and exploring some of my old street photography this one was one of the very very first photos i took and before uh, right now i use lightroom and and uh to do all my editing and i do a little bit in photoshop um but 99.5 percent of what i do is a lightroom and uh this was before I had Lightroom, so um, this one was one of the ones that I don't have the metadata available, but this was just at a park, just a little bit, you know, 10-minute walk from my house at, in Little Jamaica there, a in Eglinton, or Bonner Oakwood rather. And uh, I like this because you got lots of shapes and, and geometry going on. You have kind of the rigid squares and kind of triangles and rectangles going on here, diamonds, like all this stuff going on with the tower. You also have the kind of parabolas going with the electrical wires. You have the symmetry of that whole that whole setup. And then you have the textured clouds are behind kind of broken off into sec- like four sections by kind of like lines and light going through. So I just found you have horizontal lines in the clouds, you have vertical lines uh, in the wires. They all join up to that kind of gravitating force at the bottom in the middle, which is the power line there. And uh, just... Yeah, a simple thing that you see every day on the streets of Toronto, but uh, just shot I think in a different way that makes you look at it, uh, like it might be art. I remember this taking this photo, I was with I was uh, on one of the my dates with my now wife and we were downtown Toronto and we just got off the bus or streetcar, uh, I can't remember which, I believe it was that doesn't really matter, maybe it was the bus. And we we're at Queen Street and we we're coming down Dufferin and it just got off. And I looked down and the, the, the stop is under this bridge. And I just looked to my left and I saw these light slits shooting through. And it just made just really, really interesting. So I'm like, I got to take a picture of those light slits, and, and I didn't even really, when I thought about the photo, I didn't see the, the lady there with her yoga mat in her bag walking alone. And so I, uh, I'm like, okay. So I said to Cat uh, and my wife, I said, I got to go over and take a picture. So I put my camera up and I see this woman walking towards me, and I'm like, oh, this is perfect. So I center her in the frame. Uh, well, <laughs> kind of center her. I, I, you know, I, and again, I wasn't really. I didn't really know about rule of thirds. I didn't know about golden ratio. I didn't know about any of that or any composition tricks. I was just kind of intuitively what looks right and kind of where does the line. Where I was. The subject to me was more the light slits than the person in the photo. And so I was just kind of trying to frame them in an interesting way. And she happened to be almost smacked up in the middle, walking solo down that sidewalk towards me. And uh, I just really, really love this photo. Now, uh, in fairness, I did go in like this. I, so, so this was also before I had like Photoshop or Lightroom or anything. So I was using a real rudimentary app to go in and kind of uh, dodge and burn by hand out all the you know it was, the, the back was blown out a fair bit to begin with but there was still a detail so i just took out all the detail to bring all the focus to the light slits and to the person walking uh, up the sidewalk so uh, yeah uh this does hang also this one as a framed print on someone's wall so uh that's really cool and uh yeah so i really really enjoyed this one so this is one one of those uh one of those lucky beginner's luck ones i guess <laughs> So, I worked downtown um, at a sports bar. Actually, you can see if you look up in the Matt Damon movie poster there, The Martian. If you look to the left of that, you'll see the beer store, and under that, you'll see something blocked out club. Uh, the word, there's a red S, then there's a pylon and clubs. so there's Shark Club, Shark Club Toronto. So, I worked security there for several years. So when they opened, um, up until about 2017, so this is in 2015. Now, my manager at the club was also a photographer, and we had decided that we were going to go out after work and go catch a sunset at a beach and take some photos of sunset at the beach. And uh, so, I had finished my shift, and he was still closing up at the office. So I waited outside at Dundas Square, and there was these girls and their boyfriends who were not in this photo. Uh, were I just, I was just looking at these four people and they were like all lying down on the ground at Dundas Square. And I was like, are these, are these dead people? Like, are they, what's going on? Are they all right? And I can hear some laughter and they're moving around so I can see they're all right. And, uh, they, uh, they moved closer towards me. And so I'm like, I heard the Irish accents and, uh, uh, Irish heritage. I'd just been to Ireland a couple of years before 2012 and 2013. And uh, you know that's a place that felt like home up until I came to Alberta, and uh, it's just a beautiful, wonderful place. And so, uh, being of Irish descent as well, I was like, "Oh, hey, you Irish, are you your accent?" We engaged, and uh, they asked, I, "I, can't, you know?" They asked if I would take uh, pictures of them because they saw my camera, and uh, so yeah, so I was just taking some pictures of them, and uh, they were just having fun with it. And I saw these pylons that were on the ground. And uh, I think one of them picked them up and like she was putting them like <laughs> they were being maybe inappropriate with them. And uh, I just told them to uh, put them on like hats. And so there they did. They put them on like hats. And uh, as I put my camera up to shoot that one uh, to the blonde girl on the right, I uh, fell off to the side. So we did have two vertical hats, but uh, that's that's quite alright. Uh, I, I like an accident. So this was just a complete random encounter. Uh, at about three thirty, four o'clock in the morning uh downtown Toronto with some uh, girls that are coming home with their boyfriends from partying for the night and uh, I just got this fun little moment with a couple of Irish a uh, couple of Irish lasses so um okay this is a photo that I really like and it really I don't like it at the same time <laughs> and that is um <clears throat> because of the composition so Again, photo walk was going downtown. This is at Nathan Phillips Square at Toronto City Hall. You'll see in the background there, you'll see the Toronto sign in front of it. And you'll see these two kind of uh, metal rocker looking uh, couple here on skate, skating uh, Nathan Phillips Square. And this skating rink is actually where my parents met um, for the very first time on New Year's Eve <laughs> at the Nathan Phillips Square skating rink. So there's a little bit of history for you. Um, but yeah, so again, new to photography. I just asked these two people, "Hey, can I take your picture?" They stopped, they posed, snap, and off they went skating. Right? I didn't really have a whole lot of time, but I wish I took an extra second to not cut off that guy's hand, his foot, um, and also if I could have backed up a bit, maybe got the entirety of City Hall uh, in the shot. That would have been that would have been great as well. Uh, I realized as I'm talking to you, I haven't been telling you about any of the photos and what their metadata is. This is that 18 millimeters I shot it, so that was likely with the kit lens. Uh, F3.5, 1-250th and a second, ISO 200. So, uh, I like to start with my light, lowest ISO possible, uh, ISO 100, typically. And uh, I like to keep my—I'm uh, I'm normally shooting these days— With one of two lenses, that'd be my 50 millimeter 1.8, which I keep at 1.8 to 2.8 generally, and my uh, 28 to 70 f2, which I keep at f2 uh, generally. Next up, AJ and Ron Burgundy. So I had uh, invited my friend Nick. He's actually another Toronto photographer, Nick Wands. He's an excellent street photographer, an excellent street photographer. Uh, great celebrity photographer, uh, just an all-around uh, nice guy. So uh, check him out, Nick Wons, W O N S. Ben Weed went and shot uh, another fabulous artist, uh, Brown Man Ali, uh, who is a an award-winning and international recording artist and performing artist. And he was playing at the Toronto uh, TD Canada Trust Toronto Downtown Toronto Jazz Festival. <clears throat> That's a mouthful. And uh, we were on the way back. Uh, Nick and I were on the way back walking. From the last performance, and we came across AJ here talking to some friends outside of his uh, apartment. And so this is, I think, on Dundas Street, and uh, he's just staying outside on the on the sidewalk or on his kind of front step on the sidewalk, and uh, just hanging out with his uh, pet bird, uh, Ron Burgundy. <clears throat> and AJ was uh, an interesting character. I mean, he would uh, tell us that he could write anybody a business plan in thirty minutes and uh <laughs> just a lot of interesting things he had to say but just really really you know really nice guy and uh i took a couple of pictures of him and ron <laughs> a prop uh, uh, perched up on his head but i just i just i really like this one the most because it really showed a genuine smile from aj i think i caught you know i think i caught you know just a gen- he's just a gentle guy and i think i really caught that here and uh so yeah so this is aj and ron burgundy and um I just love this one. I, I contemplated this uh, doing this in color black and white because of the yellow bird, but uh, I don't know, I think black and white really really suits this one. This is I really like this one. <clears throat> so uh, one of the things I have photographed a, a little bit in uh, downtown Toronto is the homeless population there. and um, a couple of photos I've included here are some of my favorites that I've taken. And uh, this one, like I said, I mean, I'm attracted to photos with composition and contrast and uh, contrast of ideas, contrast of highlights, shadows, contrast of colors as well. So contrast in all sorts of ways. Um, before I get to Keri's away, this one was shot with my 55 to 250. So this was shot from across the street on Young Street, just north of Shooter. Uh, Shooter Ave, or shoot, Shooter Street, or Shooter Ave, I can't remember, downtown Toronto. So it's just across the street, just at the north end of the intersection. And um, we shot at F5.6, two hundredth of a second, SO200, just for those who want to know. But um, the contrast of this, i you see the desperation in her face, you can see she's just kind of, uh, kind of out of sorts with her shoe one shoe off, one shoe on. Sitting down on the road, um, you know, she has that paper cup, uh, asking for any sort of money. And on the logo on the cup is actually a TD Bank logo, which I just found. There's a little bit of like irony. I want to say humor. It's not funny, but there's a little bit of a humor in it, in that it's, um, you know, it's a cup, uh, purposed for receiving. Uh, change and cash and money and whatever donations. And it has a it has like a bank's logo on it. But the person is just, it looks destitute. And you can see the shadow of the person walking by, the, the hands down there. And just kind of like nobody sees her. She's just kind of like invisible. But the highlights there just kind of put a spotlight on her. And, uh, you know, even for a brief moment, we do see her, you know. <clears throat> and uh, I don't know. Uh, I saw this photo and or I saw this uh potential to take an image and uh I don't know. I think it I think it worked out. In downtown Toronto there are a lot of um a lot of people that are um that are homeless or unhoused, they are uh you know for all sorts of reasons. Um and but there's also um there's also a lot of scammers. And, you know, I don't want to be cynical, but I, I can only say that because I got scammed. I remember uh, one time when I was uh, back in the early days, when I was in college and I was, or high school, even. Jeez, I was in high school and I was with a, a church group and we were downtown Toronto uh, doing uh, kind of like our street missions or whatever. And saw a, a guy, homeless veteran, homeless veteran sitting in a wheelchair. I asked uh, sign said like something like injured in Vietnam or whatever the case. I think it was actually Vietnam. He quoted and you know, hungry, you know, how any help, God bless, stuff like that, whatever the sign said. And so I'm like, Hey man. And I, I, even then I didn't want to like just give money. So I'm like, Hey man, uh, we're going to go grab something. To eat. You want to come get a burger with us, go to Burger King or whatever. So he's like, yeah, absolutely. So we went, we sat with him, had a meal and then uh, we said our goodbyes and we leave. And like, a half hour later, we walked around the corner and I see this guy jump out of his wheelchair, like over a railing and like, and then and like hustle down a flight of stairs. And I was like, you got me, got a meal out of me. All right. <laughs> fair, fair to you, fair game. <laughs> Anyways, uh, where was it? Okay. Well, uh, one of the other uh, homeless is up in downtown Toronto here? This was at Anne Avenue and Queen Anne Avenue or Queen Anne University, rather. Uh, Avenue say, University Avenue becomes Avenue Road as you move north through the city, about midway through the city. But uh, downtown here it is University Avenue. <clears throat> and uh, there's a big fountain here and a big obelisk in this fountain and the statue with with you know angel wings pouring out and there's water sprouting. It's just a beautiful display. And it's a really high traffic area. And um there is this gentleman there just sitting down hanging out just casually nonchalant chilling out with his feet in the uh in the in the fountain and uh so I just took and I just thought I thought at the time I'm like he looks really interesting this like small human next to this huge plant you know just chilling out with his feet in the fountain. Why were his feet in the fountain? That's weird. And so I took a picture and I looked I'm like he's got there's soap all over. Where's that soap coming from? And then I realized just by his right hip there, was a tiny little like travel shampoo bottle travel size shampoo bottle and he was washing his feet in the fountain and uh it just looks like he's just enjoying the sunlight there chilling out with his feet in the fountain getting getting his feet clean and i just thought like that is such a peculiar thing uh but it makes perfect sense and uh and juxtaposed against those huge plants um right in like this busy part of downtown toronto so i just thought it's a really, really interesting photo, and I love it when there's little gifts like that in the photos. Like I don't, when I took the photo, I wasn't conscious of the little shampoo bottle, and it was only after when I was studying the image that I see that, and it made me laugh. I'm like, I love it when photos have little, tiny little details that you won't catch unless you really, really inspect it closely, and uh, that's what I, that's what I really like about this one. Uh, also, none of these. None of these photos are uh, are posed. None of these photos are posed. So they're all just, well, except that's not entirely true. Yeah. This this one was posed, this one was posed, and that's it. So those two were posed. Uh, none of them that, this one, I was taking a picture of him, but he wasn't posed. And uh, of course, this one and this one were not posed. So um, I'd like to take more candid than I do post photos these days I do a mix of both um but yeah this is uh you know trying to trying to create sorry try to capture a moment rather than create a moment I think is something that I aspire to do uh because that's the you know one of my other obsessions is jazz since is a uh, classic jazz jazz music uh I am a complete complete absolute jazz nerd and um I almost don't listen to almost any other type of music. i just completely obsessed with it uh, just as much as I'm obsessed with photography. Uh, I guess it's just a personality trait. And uh, they improvise, right? They have a structure that they kind of loosely cling to uh, or abide by. Uh, they have a set of rules that they kind of all know, that they can all kind of play the same game. They can kind of, you know, and then they can make magic together. You know, someone playing or just making something off, off the top of their head and the spur of the moment, and just being that creative force is just really, really exciting. And it's a real rush. And so, with photography, I love doing that as well. That's a super rush, it's just not going out with a plan in your head necessarily, not just having your camera on hand, not knowing what you're going to see, and just, just having that amazing thing just happen right in front of your eyes and just you're capturing that moment that can never be replicated again. And that's this beautiful thing, because even when AI can make these amazing photos that can take us out of the work, we can't capture a real moment. And that to me is the difference. And that's why to me, capturing a moment is more important for me to do than creating a moment, because it's a genuine human thing and it's a beautiful thing and it's 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 real. It's real. It's like the most real thing. Sort to go down the little rabbit, rabbit, rabbit touch hole with you there. Okay, so this one was real fun. This is out uh, at Ryerson University in downtown Toronto at Yonge Dundas again, <clears throat> and there's a little emptied out uh, little like display pond here that becomes an ice rink in the winter. <clears throat> but this is just before a um, this is just before a art festival, so it's an art installation, and I just really loved the juxtaposition of the small people and the big people, right? You have, um, I think it's Igor Bergman, Martin Luther King, and Andy Warhol in the background there, and underneath them you have a couple of worker guys setting up the art display, and uh, it's just I just found the contrast of the size of the big people and the little people uh, was just again a wonderful little humorous little image that the universe said here you go <laughs> you know it just it just gave to me like I, I couldn't have created this and I just think this is a funny photo. And, uh, you know, it was just a gift, a gift, a gift from the, uh, you know, (laughs) as I said, a gift from the universe. So, well, that's, um, that's basically just a walk down memory lane, exploring some of my early street photography. And when I was learning how to shoot and just developing that passion, again, that, 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 I think the addiction really was from that first shot of the, of Niagara Falls right here. Um, And just bit by the bug. And I, I, you know, I got more heavily involved in shooting with my cell phone after that, um, but uh, at the time, uh, a camera was kind of out of my out of my budget, so out of my out of my reach. And so, to get one as a Christmas gift for my parents was just uh, an amazing gift, and uh, just basically launched me into what is now my full time career on the other side of the country, um, you know. And so, I'm just really, really, really thankful to uh, to be able to to do this for a living. I'm really thankful to be able to. Come on to YouTube and share, you know, uh, my photos with you, but also uh, your photos with you, uh, other photographers and the stories behind their work. And, and uh, you know, just hear what they're trying to say uh, through their work. You know, it's important to speak through your work. And I hope I hope you enjoyed uh, today's episode and and got something from uh, going down this with me. So appreciate you. Thanks a lot. And we'll see you next Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Exposure Therapy. Bye.